0: This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast.
1: Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today.
2: I'm Chris McCarty. And I'm Robbie Greenfield. And this is
0: the Extra Time Podcast.
2: I caught up with the daughter of Emirati racing driver Khalid al Kabasi, the younger sister of of racing driver Amna Alcabesi it's Hamda Alcabesi mm. who is 18 years of age currently competing in the new season of the Italian Formula 4 championship now Formula 4 bridges the gap between karting and F3 and having made her Formula 4 debut in 2019 this is Hamda's second full season as an F4 driver last year was her rookie campaign she actually won mm-hmm. a couple of races in the UAE she struggled a bit more in Italy where it's a lot more competitive but her Her first race of the new season was last weekend at the Paul Ricard circuit, where she ended two months of prep and testing. She completed three races. She did not finish in the top 10 among the 40 odd drivers, but she's got lofty goals to progress further up the motor racing ladder. And she plans to use this championship as a springboard to eventually get a place in Formula 3 where her older sister Amna currently races. So I asked her how she was getting on over there, what her key takeaways from the opening weight weekend had been and the appraisal of her performance.
1: I ended the weekend quite in a high note because the pace was there. I was racing within the top 10. I made it to P8 at some point out of a 37 uh, car field. This is quite amazing. And I'm amazed for myself because... To be honest, I had never expected to to reach a high level that way and be also competing for top 10. It's something shocking for me because, uh, you know, coming from the UAE and, and uh, being in this field with all these drivers from around the world and top karting drivers even. Because I started quite late consider, considering uh, my age. I started at 12 years old, considering like with the others, you know, they started like younger, maybe 6, uh, five years old so uh, for me to be within that field and to race with them uh, honestly is an amazing feeling I enjoyed every moment and uh, you know even if the race weekend did not go as expected I analyzed what I could have done better and what what could have gone well and and also you know basically have a mental reset for for the upcoming uh, weekend. I'm now here in uh, in Italy in Formula Medicine, which is a program that I'm doing. So I will spend one week here, one week and a half. Uh, Every day, mental and physical training to to get prepared for for the next one because it's so hard to to process. You know, especially when when the weekend doesn't go your way, it's really hard to to get things together and to to reset. But then, with the help, obviously, of uh, of training here, I'm. I'm going to be able to reset and to, to you know start from scratch and to build up from where I ended uh, at the first round.
2: Yeah, she said the opening weekend was kind of a combination of a few mistakes that she made, a bit of bad luck with the car as well, which is always something you've got to rely on. And she did say it has been a big transition to go from karting to F4 where the top speed of an F4 car is actually 240 kilometers an hour and it's a much heavier vehicle than a cart. She actually said it's easier to transition from F4 to F3 than it is from carts to F4 because of the the differences in the vehicles. But she took a while to adapt. She's been able to find a bit more pace and she's starting to sort of push her own limits and find out what those are. And as I said, she had three wins in the UAE F4 Championship earlier this year. She had three wins last year in what was, she said, much stiffer competition in 2021. But did she feel under more pressure to perform at her home circuit?
1: I get a bit of pressure because I I know I, I expect more from myself. Like, okay, this is my home track. I'm supposed to do better. So I, I have that pressure, but then at the same time, to make sure I don't pressure myself as much to, to get the results is one thing I'm definitely working on, uh, especially here in Europe. Uh, there's so many more drivers from around the world. Uh, obviously, again, top, top drivers, uh, a lot of testing has been done, and top teams. Uh, so, yeah, it's different here in Europe because of the amount of drivers, but also how close we are so like there, there could be like the top 10 within eight tenths seven tenths and that's wow. nothing so it's really close and and you know just finding that hundreds of tenths could take you from p8 to p6 something like that you know yeah. it's just yeah so you're working basically on details here in europe instead of working on uh, maybe a massive step which was an uae championship i would work on okay i need a one tenth here two tenths here But now it's like, okay, hundreds of attempts you need here, you need to find that here, try to find the maximum time around the track. So, yeah, definitely it's much closer in Europe. So,
2: you might be wondering is this an all female? Affair. It's it's actually not. Hamda, she's not the only female driver no. at the F4 Italian Championships, but she's at one of two. She's been joined by a, a girl called Maya Wegg. And it's fair to say that they are in the massive minority, as Hamda explains here.
1: Last year, I was the only one. So this year to find the, her also racing um, was quite good. At least, you know, there's more more females getting into the sport. I've seen also in other championships. But, like, the Italian championship is very difficult to find uh, female drivers because it's a very uh, tough tra- championship, but also requires a lot of support, you know, uh, financially. So it's quite, uh, yeah, very hard. Yeah. How,
2: how have the guys, the male drivers, reacted to you last year? And obviously now they know you, I suppose it's different. But initially, how did they react to your coming into F4 in Italy?
1: For them, they were a bit, oh, she's, uh, you know, she's quite fast and, and so on. So... Even my teammates uh, in general, they were surprised because, you know, it's very difficult to get within the pace. But then when, once you get within the pace, that's the hard part done. And then you start building on other other things that obviously could get your weekend together, such as mental approach and, uh, and so on. So...
0: Very, very impressive for 18. Yes, very mature young lady. And two credits to their family and, and to the sport are both Hamda and Amna. We've had both of them, I remember, in our old studios. Yeah, four years ago. I was four thinking back ago. to it. So
2: uh, Hamda, who's, who's 18 now, would have been 14. 14 or 15 then. And Amna, I think, is 21 now. So she's she's a few years ahead of in, in her career. But they seem to be quite evenly matched in terms of their abilities. And um, they've done unbelievably well. I mean, look, they're... It's, it's so competitive and they're, they're, they're competing. They're, they're, they're females driving in, in a male dominated sport. Yeah. And whatever you say about that or whatever you think about that, there aren't too many more examples of, of that going on in other sports. So yeah. it is incredible what they're up to and, and the fact that they are competing and, and, and achieving what they're doing. So um, the next race actually is in three weeks' time in Misano in Italy. So I asked Hamda, what were her aspirations for this season and then beyond?
1: Right now, I'm honestly looking at maybe going into F3 uh, Regional by Alpine, which is a step between kind of Formula 4 and Formula 3. So, um, yeah, something something like that, or maybe even a Euro Formula car. So, yeah, obviously a step from Formula 4. Um, I'm definitely sure this is going to be my last season in Formula 4, so I have to make the most out of it and obviously focus on uh, finishing this season before thinking about the season after, but... Yeah um the mostly what we're planning to do is definitely to go up to formula 3 start uh, testing for, uh, sooner so that uh, I could get familiar with the car and uh, and start obviously racing and we see how it goes from there.
2: It's really intriguing to follow their progress and see how far they get. Mm. I and mean it. in, motor racing, in motor day, racing in motor racing support gets you a long way uh, you obviously you need talent, but um, to have as she points out the financial backing is important as well yeah a lot of talented drivers who don't have the financial backing ultimately end up hitting a brick wall
0: and, and you know and by the same talking a lot of or certainly up against their peers, but because they've got the backing from a telecommunications company or from a rich family, have been able to climb that mountain. But I'm intrigued as well because sooner rather than later, we are going to see a female driver in Formula One, the blue ribbon, the motorsport kind of equivalent where everyone looks to and and the main event, if you will. Sooner or later, that will happen, Rob. And the day that it does, my goodness, it's going to be very exciting indeed. Yeah. The day where we get a female yeah. competing at the top top level.
2: I mean um Rachel Blackmore for example has has done wonders in, in horse jockey, racing. Yeah. Um she's been absolutely unbelievable and and I think female jockeys are now you know every bit as good as their male counterparts. Without and and there you know there's um obviously that is a completely different uh, sport and a completely different skill set but um you're absolutely right and uh the other thing about Amna and Hamda is—they are—they're complete trailblazers because not only are they female, they're Emirati as well, Mm. and they're doing this in Europe. It's not just like they're just in their own backyard racing. They're—they're going to Europe and they're competing, and they've definitely become role models, particularly for people a bit a bit younger, particularly for people from this area as well. Uh, So I asked Hamda what it was like being a role model.
1: I'm honestly amazed with the amount of support I've been getting, and. uh, to To be to have these messages where people are like, "Oh, you're my idol, and you really helped me get into this sport, and so on," uh, like really amazes me, and uh, I feel so uh, like I appreciate every message that's been sent to me and all the support I've been getting. Uh, definitely, some things with pressure. I always I always tend to pressure myself. Normally, it's not the outside pressure; it's more mostly me within myself. So. I think uh, definitely that's not added pressure. It's uh, it's obviously support and motivation. And for for my sister and I, we've been in the sport for quite a long time, so five years and uh, together. And uh, all we talk about is racing and so on. And then to have friends join into that conversation and starting to understand Formula One and and all that, it's amazing. And we start to like you know enjoy this sport even more especially in the UAE it's starting to increase like the number of people joining into karting uh, championships and and getting into races so I really love love what's happening uh, right now
2: I did have to ask Hamda if she had had any decent races against Amna lately and (laughs) if she had who had won
1: (laughs) uh no sad not. I, I only raced one time in uh, Formula 4 which was uh, the support week in the Bef one but that's when she won uh, the Formula 1 uh, the Formula 4 uh, support race uh, obviously that was my third race ever in my career in Formula 4 so uh, yeah for for her to to win it I just looked at her like wow oh my gosh and I was like okay okay now I have to start to to be like her she's she's almost like uh um, person like creating a path and I'm there like following that path so she really broke a lot of boundaries for many women in uh, in the sport and especially me being her sister living with her and seeing how she races and then also trying to trying to beat her at at times but also but also be like her is uh, the best thing ever yeah
2: yeah, can't can't really speak highly enough of Hamda and and obviously her sister Amna, who's who's also doing brilliantly well as the ultimate trailblazer, and Hamda, as she said there, has been fortunate enough to have a pathway created for her to follow a few years behind. her sister and uh, together they they look like they might you know go places and they're
0: close as well so I'm sure they'll be swapping notes as to what they're doing and they're there for one another they've obviously their father Khalid is a man who is richly experienced and is is a real confidant for them as well a sounding board so yeah we wish them well it's a story that we have continued to keep an eye on from afar and we wish both Amna and Hamda all the very best Uh, I'm excited for their future and uh, Yeah, we'll check in again very soon.
2: You can follow her; she's on uh, Instagram. Yeah, That's where she does her most of her kind of updates and posts and what have you. So she's Hamda Alkabasi official on there, and I think her next race is in three weeks' time in the F4 Championship over in Italy. Thank you for listening to the Extra Time podcast with myself, Chris McCarty, and
0: Robbie Greenfield.
2: If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate it, and please do give us a review.
0: This is a Dubai
1: Eye 103.8 podcast. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today.